0: Hello, my name is Jamila Rizvi, and I am jumping into your feed just for a moment to bring you yet another wonderful woman of colour who is writing books to recommend something you need to read. We will be back with Anonymous Was a Woman's second season very, very, very soon. But just before we do that, we wanted to introduce you to Carly. Carly Finlay is a blogger, writer, speaker, and appearance activist. She challenges people's thinking about what it's like to have a visibly different appearance you will have seen her writing all over the place in the media including on her own blog her first book is a memoir called say hello which we really encourage you to have a read of she has also edited a collection of essays about disability in australia and growing up with disability in australia that is coming out early in 2021 Please welcome Carly Finlay.
1: My mum is South African and my dad is English, is white English, and they met in South Africa in the 1970s and they couldn't get married in South Africa because of the apartheid and they had to come to Australia to get married. They had to court illegally there and they made a decision to move to be together. If they were caught in South Africa then, they, my mum probably would have gone to jail. Because it was illegal for black and white people to mix, like you know, romantically um, in workplaces, in schools, you know, anywhere. And so I was born in just shortly after they came to Australia, and I have ichthyosis, and that means that my skin's red. So I'm not; it's not clear what race I am if you didn't know my background. And so uh, lots of people with ichthyosis look the same, particularly the type I have, and that that's because the genes are uh that we are more familiar with other people than we are with our own family so with other people with ichthyosis um and so it has only been in recent years I guess that I've you know described myself as a woman of color thought about my race a bit more for so long it was around my disability around my appearance and that that took up a lot of thinking but reading and learning and meeting people has really taught me that it is okay to you know come out a start and I think it's because other people have um, approached me in that way, like Maxine Boniba-Clark asked me to write for Growing Up African in Australia and, you know, that obviously validated my identity. I wrote a piece for the Melbourne Writers Festival which I edited For the Horn Prize last year and it was a finalist and I wrote that on disability and migration and the way that people um, who are disabled um, who migrate here can be sent back Um, and I just said like why why were we so lucky at the time I was born and until I was about five my mum wasn't an Australian citizen my dad wasn't an Australian citizen and so like why why did I get to stay and so many other families are sent back? I mean, I wrote recently that I, uh, you know, that I'm not white and I I kind of, I I did time it around the the Black Lives Matter discussion to say that I'm not amplifying voices just to, I guess, be relevant. I'm amplifying voices because I am also one of those people in the community. And this week people have, you know, some people have said that I have appropriated disability and race. So I just came out with a photo initially and I said this is when I came out as a woman of colour and it was a photo of me and my mum when on the day that I was born. So that was a pretty good clap back I think. And I wrote a little a brief blog um, which was a bit of a book promo really. I just said if you want to read more of my story, read, you know, growing up African, read say hello. Um, someone published my horn prize piece because it hasn't found a home yet so it's been an interesting time my mum's obviously quite angry and she's been complete you know warrior mum on twitter which has been very funny it's been very funny but uh yeah it's it's not right to question race and disability when it's been a part of life for many years the first one is the confessions of franny langton by sarah collins and i had seen this book in the airport like when we could still travel a heap of times and I really like the cover the cover is um red with a whole heap of skulls and bones and it's quite a gothic cover it's by a woman who is a Jamaican British woman writer Sarah and she wrote a story a fictionalized story based on true events so she wrote about a woman who was a slave in a Jamaican plantation and also she was bought by an English couple and came over went over to England and worked for them and there was a lot of like it it was just some of the stuff that they talked about was hideous a lot of scientific studies on people who are black and also um, also have albinism so there was a lot of uh, researching into that because obviously albinism makes your skin quite pale and there was a doubt whether those people had Black heritage. There was also a lot of talk around slavery. It was set in the 1830s. And one of the really great things in the book, I guess, um, I don't know, it wasn't a particularly positive relationship, but it was a surprising one, is that uh, Franny had an affair with her slave owner's wife. It was really, really compelling and there were a lot of medical notes in the book that I think were based on real, real stories. And I, I got chatting to um, the author on Twitter. I followed Sarah on Twitter, and, and she was talking about that and how she, yeah, she she definitely did so much research into um, how it was for Jamaican slaves in the UK, which I wasn't, I wasn't overly aware of. It was so good. I I, just, I didn't want it to end. You know, one of those books that you just keep wanting to go to, but you also don't want it to, re- to end. So that's The Confessions of Franny Langton by Sarah Collins. So the next book is called Nightingale Point by Luanne Goldie. And Luanne is a um, Scottish-Nigerian writer. And I was doing some research into her and she said that she, uh, her dad is Nigerian and she wasn't raised by him. So it was, a, she felt like, She has experienced a very white upbringing in Scotland, but she is a woman of colour. It was an incredible story, again, a bit based on true events. Nightingale Point was a block of flats in London, in East End London. It was set in 1996 and a plane hit the building, hit the tower, the public housing tower and killed people and, um, you know, left people injured. And it was the story of about five different people that lived in the flats and how they all interacted. And it was based on a true story um, that happened in Amsterdam and also in Grenfell Tower in London as well. It was spanned over five years, so from 1996 to 2001. And it went into the, you know, the events on the day and the aftermath and the reporting and how the people were treated by the um, government, how they came together and how they healed. It was really... Great. I listened to the audiobook. I, I listen to a lot of audiobooks. Um, and I listened to this audiobook. It had five different narrators, and it was so, it was like listening to a radio play. It was really, really good. They were narrating in third person, but each person had a, diff, a different actor. The book had a repetitive use of the R word, which is a harmful disability slur. And for those who know me and my writing, I regularly call that out in uh, literature because I think if a writer uses that, they're quite lazy. If they use it without context or explanation, uh, especially if they're a non-disabled writer. So I was reading it and I just thought, I don't know if I could go on. You know, I was gonna, I I normally just stop when, when I hear it. And I was texting my friend who left the review and I said, this is a really great book, but the R word keeps on being used. And she said, stick with it. Anyway, got to about halfway. And there was a complete turnaround on the R word. The character called it out and they said something like, it's 1996, the R word's not appropriate. It was so great. And I did write, a I wrote a blog about it and said that this is what writers need to do. They need to follow this kind of way if they're going to use it and say that this language isn't all right if they're going to use it. And um, again, I I was talking with the author on Twitter and somebody, I think her editor, she's published by HarperCollins in the UK, um, her editor shared my my review on their Instagram and they said, oh, we just had to share this review. It was so great. So I was really, yeah, I loved it. It was so great. And I really, and she's got a new book coming out in October and it's called
0: Homecoming. An enormous thank you to Carly Finlay for sharing her time with us. You can check out our show notes today to see Carly's recommendations if you didn't get them down quite quick enough when you were listening just then. My name's Jamila Risby. You've been listening to Anonymous Was a Woman, and I will be back awfully soon with co-host Astrid Edwards, who's been reading a whole lot more than me over the break.